I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Nicholas Poynton. Kia ora, Nicholas, and businesses are still hungry for office space. Kia ora, Mani. Yes, demand for office space in our major cities shows no sign of wavering, despite the increasing popularity of working from home. Commercial real estate firm JLL says Auckland's vacancy market has, ha- has held steady in the second quarter at nearly 12%. Wellington's vacancy rate is extremely low at 3%, as government requirements supported high demand for office space in the capital. It follows recent figures from the job website Seek, which indicated that 40% of workers would resign from their current role if they didn't have the option to work from home. JLL New Zealand Head of Research Gavin Reid says demand remains strong and rents are still rising in prime zones. Certainly if you look at Auckland CBD, uh, the lower end, uh, bottom end of Queen Street, where we've got very, very low vacancies because good offices and good amenities for employees when they come to work. So it's not just about going to work, it's about what else is around in those amenities and the end of trip facilities. Gavin Reid from JLL says Christchurch is also experiencing low vacancy rates. Major hotel development plans could be brought forward as the demand for accommodation changes. It comes as data from StatsNZ shows there's been more than 400 million. There's been a more than 400 million dollar drop in the value of hotel work put in place over the past year. Collier's National Director for Hotels, Dean Humphreys, says some locations, such as Queenstown, are likely to experience bed shortages soon, particularly with the downturn in the number of Airbnbs available for short-term stays. He says more motels are being used for long-term accommodation rather than short stays, which is driving demand for hotel rooms. Because we've seen such a change in people actually staying in hotels versus motels and Airbnb that that demand driver alone will bring the supply pipeline forward. So now we're probably likely to see new development starting in sort of 12 to 24 months in some regions versus three to five years previously forecast. That's Collier's National Director for Hotels, Dean Humphreys. Storm clouds are on the horizon for the, for the advertising sector as high inflation and rising interest rates rain down on next year's corporate marketing budgets. Advertising agencies say businesses are opting for short-term hits rather than long-term ad campaigns given economic uncertainties. Lindsay Mowat, chief executive of the Association of New Zealand Advertisers, expects to see strong spending by companies heading into the pre-Christmas period, but says the outlook for next year is gloomy given the downturn in business and consumer confidence. I think very much clouds on the horizon and that's leading to shorter term decision making. So making commitments in the immediate term rather than looking forward. But nonetheless, we're heading into towards the end of the year. There's always a big retail uptick because of the Christmas season and so forth. Retailers are going to have to be advertising in that, that time. The uncertainty that is there is more about next year than for the rest of this year. Lindsay Mowat says while companies tend to cut marketing during recessions, this isn't a desirable strategy for long-term gain. Investors haven't lost their appetite for investment in aerospace companies, despite increasing global economic risks. More than a quarter of capital aimed at the high-end technology sector went to space tech in the first six months of the year, according to data from New Zealand Growth Capital Partners. Pacific Channel Investment Manager Ashwath Sundarasan says investors aren't shying away from injecting capital, despite supply chain disruptions, labour shortages and geopolitical risks. 
What's changed is we just need to price that risk into the investment. And so that's more about actually having candid conversations around what do we as an investor think are the risks, whether it's financing, whether it's supply chain, whatever it is, is that priced into that investment opportunity? And I think that that's where you know, good companies are always going to get investment. It is companies that are, haven't, you know, either haven't a really sharp look at all of the risks that are going to impact their business and don't take that practical view on you know, what, what is the price of my business or what are all the risks I need to factor in. They're the ones that are struggling. And I, I, think, you know, I think it's more just making sure that all of the risks are, are priced into that investment decision. That's Pacific Channel Investment Manager Ashwath Sundarasan. Well, time now for an update on the markets, and we're joined by Selwyn Smith from Jardin Securities. Good afternoon to you, Selwyn. What's been happening on the local market? Good afternoon, Nicholas. NZX is certainly taking its cue from Dunedin's fine weather today, with the S&P NZX up 92 to 11,638. The big movers of the day, Fish and Parkour Healthcare up 60 to $19.80, Meridian up 12 to $4.99, and Erode up 3 to $1.49. S- Those stocks in the red today, we have in New Zealand just down slightly to 66.5, Sky TV down 8 to $2.34, and Oceania Healthcare down 2 to $0.94. Cents. So, and I could argue that the markets are taking their cue from the fine weather this we're seeing in Auckland today, but never mind. <laughs> looking to the Australian market, how's it looking? Yeah, they've taken a similar cue from us. The ASX 200 is up 32 to 6761, and the big movers of the day in Australia, Megaport up 59 to $7.99, Link up 32 to $4.63, and Imogene up just over one cent to 23 cents. How's the currency looking, Selwyn? Currency's flat against most of the majors we're following. We're sitting at just over 60 cents against the US dollar, 89.70 against the Australian dollar, 52 pence and just over 60 euro cents. All right, that just leaves interest rates, oil and gold. Three-month bank bills are flat at $3.56. Brent spot sitting at $92.77 US a barrel and gold down very slightly at $1,716 US an ounce. Thank you for that Selwyn. That's Selwyn Smith from Sunny Dunedin and also from Jardin Securities with our markets update. Well moving on to other business news, stricter rules for the sunscreen industry comes into effect today. The sunscreen safety bill will make it mandatory rather than voluntary for sunscreen manufacturers to test that their products are safe and ensure that they live up to the claims they make on the bottle. Companies that breach the rules, which are enforced under the Fair Trading Act, could be on the hook for fines of up to $600,000. Cosmetics New Zealand has been campaigning for the rules for some years and says the change will give consumers the confidence they deserve when buying sunscreen products. Consumer New Zealand supports the tighter regulations, but only as a temporary measure. It's calling for sunscreen to be regulated as a therapeutics product in line with Australia and not a cosmetic one, which would require regular testing to ensure that different batches provide the batches provide and deliver on their claims. Well, Air New Zealand has seen another month of increasing passenger numbers as it continues its pandemic recovery. It's carried just over 1.2 million passengers in July, which was up 21% from the same time last year. 
Its year-to-date revenue per average seat kilometre is up 6.9% from last year and up 51% from 2019. Well, that's business for now. The team will be back with an update on the day's news and numbers around half past five in Cheekpoint.